0: Who would have ever thought in a thousand years, what happened to Texas would have happened. You know what I mean? Like when you think of the United States, you think of like, you know, it's the number one nation in the world. It's the richest nation in the world. They have the best infrastructure. But when you come to realize it, like your infrastructure really sucks.
1: Hey guys, with everyone's busy schedule, time is of the essence, which is why we created this weekly podcast to give you quick insights on politics, business, and even technology. So whether you're working from home or whether you're on the road, Join us as we talk about different events that occurred during the week. My name is Jasegan, and with me, I have Aaron and Arius, and we're Disseminate. So let's jump right in.
0: Good morning, my name is Aaron, and I'll be uh, joined with Jasegan and Arius, and we are Disseminate. Jasegan, how are you doing today, brother? I'm good. It's a a beautiful Saturday morning, bright and sunny, a
1: lot of snow on the ground, unfortunately, a lot of shoveling, but Arius, how are you?
2: Doing good. Can't complain. Yeah. winter's almost over
1: is it really is it really i heard the groundhog like went under or went into the hole so we might have like a couple more weeks of winter or something Woohoo!
2: <laughs> is it the robotic groundhog or is it the real groundhog yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: I, it's whatever groundhog was on youtube that's all <laughs> <laughs> you know but they you know they used like a robotic groundhog back in uh like in the 90s i think wait or in really? the early uh 2000 so they
1: do they like control this groundhog to like make sure it goes into the hole or stays up or whatever i <laughs> mean the real one or the robotic one? The robotic one the robotic one <laughs> i don't know <laughs> oh man
2: uh, i just remember reading about it when i was a kid and i just thought that was just so it's like so desperate but then when i was a kid i actually like kind of believed that there'll be like six more weeks of winter or six weeks closer to spring or something yeah. like you know you're yeah you believe in Santa Claus and you believe in the groundhog
1: <laughs> what about the tooth fairy I knew you were gonna say that
2: <laughs> yeah and and the tooth fairy I mean like yeah but when you wake up and there's money under the pillow like that's like that's a legit sign that the tooth fairy is real
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man what do we but, uh, what do we got today boys I think I think we got some
0: well I don't know about you guys but you guys hear what's going on in Texas uh yeah ooh that's, uh... Man,
2: you know, it's kind of nice to see people experience a Canadian winter, isn't? it? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you know that's okay. So that's <laughs> I don't say that. I, I... <laughs> no, I it's I know I know there's a lot of people suffering. There's like millions of people out yeah. of power. It's pretty rough. And honestly, I didn't even think I when I heard about Texas, I wouldn't. I didn't even believe it until I saw pictures of it. Yeah but like i didn't even think that people owned sweaters and jackets down there i was actually impressed when i saw pictures of people wearing Mm -hmm. jackets i thought wow i didn't think they even sold winter jackets in texas
1: it's actually it's it's actually very unfortunate i mean as we try to spin it off into a positive vibe yeah it's there's about like 30 plus debts and stuff so our our hearts and prayers are to those people as well and their families yeah,
2: yeah, it is rough. I mean, yeah. nobody wants to get caught in a situation where it's negative 20 and you have no power and no clothes and no food. Yeah.
0: So let's dig into a little bit of why this happened, though. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's global warming. Uh, man. Well, it's funny you say that it, it, it is global warming. And it makes you think about, um, you know, Texas when last year when they voted down the bill to help California due to the wildfires, And now you look at what's happening in Texas, and now they're crying for help um, to the president of the United States for funding. Mm -hmm. And it's just interesting now. So I wonder if these people from the South are going to start believing in global warming now that they were hit with a severe storm like this. But um, another issue is the power grid. This is what's really strange about tech, this whole situation. Arius, why is Texas the only state in the United States to be outside of the east-west power grid, like they're on their own. I have a little, um, what do you call it here? I have a little, uh, chart here where it shows the American energy grids. It's pretty much divided right through the middle of the United States. There's a western interconnection in the eastern, which covers the midwest back to the east coast, and then there's just Texas. Do you know, like, why they've decided to just kind of separate their power grid from the rest of the United States.
2: Man, they're because they're Texan. Like, <laughs> they just like to be different. <laughs> they don't like to be part of the state. They're like their own people. That's my that's my uneducated guess.
0: Yeah, uh, Okay. well, what I'm reading here is basically saying that um, the major reason why they are not connected to the power grid is to avoid regulations on trading electricity across the United States. And it's kind of a lack of regulation. Um, This is why it was so bad this time. You know, if they were, if you think about it, if they were connected into the power grid from with another state, like, you know, what's right right beside Texas? Is it Arizona or what's a a, a state beside Texas uh, areas? Is it it, um, Mississippi or Oklahoma? I can't remember. But anyways, if they were connected to the power grid from with a different state, it wouldn't have been so bad because the issue is the power being off and them being self-sufficient, right? Having wind turbines and so on and so forth their pipes froze, right? And a lot of these, uh, not just the pipes, but a lot of the, the heaters in the house required, obviously, and, you know, electricity to warm it. And, you know, the pipes burst from not having the flow of water and stuff like that. And it was just really bad. Like it just, it really highlighted to us that their infrastructure in the States is really bad. Cause like, who would have ever thought in a thousand years what happened to Texas would have happened. You know what I mean? Like when you think of the United States, you think of like, you know, it's the number 1 nation in the world, it's the richest nation in the world, they have the best infrastructure. But when you come to realize it, like their infrastructure really sucks. You know what I mean? Like they're not they're not prepared for um disasters, natural disasters that are happening, but they're spending a lot of their money on military. So what are your thoughts around that, guys?
1: It's interesting yeah. because you're right. Like the thing, many experts are like, how ready are they for other storms and stuff? Like this is just a, a huge indication that they weren't ready.
2: It's okay. e- but it's easy to be critical of, of their infrastructure, but like, like when was the last time that Texas had negative 20 degrees Celsius weather and large snowfalls? Like it's, I don't, I don't know if it's ever been recorded in in our history of texas like it's just it's like a freak accident like why it's easy to say oh yeah the infrastructure is bad because like of course it's bad it's always hot there so you're never anticipating a like a cold winter yeah but
0: that's just a thing though aries that's the point right like if you they had no backup plan there was no regulation they're outside of 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 federal Okay, think of the cost, but if they were if they were tapped into the system, this wouldn't have been so bad. You have to remember, they, Texas affected the entire North America. Eh? Think of it from a perspective of gas. Dude, last week or the week before, I was paying 104 for gas. I'm now paying 117 to 120 for gas because of Texas.
2: That's because we live in Canada. Man. <laughs> yeah, but
0: bro, they affect the entire North America. That's the whole point. Yeah, but here, I mean, I, I oil, no, no, but think of no, like Our oil gets refined in Texas. You know what I mean? Right? So for them to have be such a, a powerful energy grid, not, I'm not just talking about in terms of. Um, you know electricity but i'm talking about producing oil and refinement of oil they need to have a backup plan like come on you know what i mean like so what you guys go off everybody else has to suffer as a result of it like that's some nonsense
2: yeah but like i know but like think so think about this like my i was talking to my father-in-law who who works for a big uh a big firm down in New York city. And, uh, we were talking about the whole COVID pandemic and he was telling me how his, uh, risk management team at his company had like, you know, they, they look at everything. They look at every, every, every situation, every problem that could possibly arise because they're a, they're like a, a pension fund company. So they, they have like, thousands of customers and millions and millions of dollars that they're overseeing as assets. And so their risk management team looks at like every possible scenario, like a market crash, like a housing crash, a financial crash, all these like a disaster of all kinds, natural disasters and political disasters and all all these things. And then he, and then he commented at the end, but nobody ever saw the COVID pandemic coming. Nobody had factored that into the risk management. And so, that's the thing. Like, you can only plan so much, and you can only plan so far. Texas is not like in their contingency plan. It's not like it's not like uh, they're gonna have these 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 plans set out for a snowstorm. Right. Like it's just so it's so unheard of. Like who would have thought that? I mean, yeah, you have a good point. Like I I, I get your point. But like the costs of trying to do a risk management for something that has a very low probability is kind of a waste.
0: Yeah, I, I can I will disagree to agree because I don't think it's a waste if you've seen how many millions of people were affected and to be honest with you, you have to think about it too. Lives were lost. Livelihoods were lost. Property was damaged. Like there were apartment buildings on fire. And because there's no electricity to pump the water, the firefighters had to stand up and watch apartment buildings burn down. And then also people, maybe this is um, a part of some people's stupidity or some people's negligence of just not knowing, you know, that this is dangerous, but people warming up cars in garages and dying of monoxide poisoning. Mm -hmm. So you know what I mean? Like, so is it really a waste when lives are being lost? You know what I mean? Like, you, you, what, what is the, the, the cost versus benefit factor here, you know what I mean? Like, again, the reason why Texas is so important to the entire, I would say the entire uh, uh, North American community is because they refined the oil. If they didn't refine the oil, then who cares about having a risk management plan? But because you affect the entire north america right you affect the gas how, what the gas prices you affect so many different things you know what i mean like there should have been better management of this you know what i mean if it was a different state i would i would completely agree with you, Aries. i'd say don't have any risk management plan especially if it's in a hot state it doesn't make sense you know
2: well yeah you bring up a good point i think i i i can bet you any money that it will now be in their risk management plan going forward. <laughs> this is definitely going to be on their list to make sure that something like this doesn't happen again.
0: Oh, yeah. But here, here's the big thing, though. And, and maybe this is a discussion for another time, but climate change. So do you think a lot of these people who tend to fall more on the right, you know, and, 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 and I'm not going to just blame people on the right, but they tend to be more people on the right. Do you believe that they're gonna start believing in climate change? Or do you think more disasters and more things need to happen in order for people to start believing that it's something real? And I think this is a discussion we should have um, at a later date more in depth, but like, what do you think about this as of right now, where things stand? Do you think people are gonna have a a change of thought and opinion?
2: I mean, situations like these, I feel like, sort of solidifies the argument that the global warming agenda is probably not as set in stone as everybody says or the media makes it out to be I mean like it's pretty cold here too like I mean it's cold right across the states right now it's not Texas is like a pretty freak accident but like even here in Canada it's negative Mm -hmm. 10, 15, 20 consistently for the last couple weeks Um, I mean I have even heard Jerusalem had like a whole dump of snow on them so like it's not it's not, it's not unusual, but it is sort of kind of unusual that most of the states is kind of in a, in a deep freeze right now. But like, I mean, global warming, you always, you always hear about the glaciers melting and the water levels rising and the temperatures are getting hotter and all this, all this stuff. And yeah, okay, that might be true to a degree, but then you get like a dump of snow in Texas and it's like, okay, well... Where was global warming today? You never hear about global warming when it's like cold like this, right? Like Greta Thunberg sure. isn't out there promoting herself when it's negative 20 <laughs> degrees. Like, I knew you were going to bring her up.
0: Oh my goodness. But you, you know, you know, it's something interesting I realized with uh, last year, um, especially with where we live in Ontario. For those that don't know, we live in, all three of us live in Ontario, Canada. Um, it's, our, it's one of our provinces or some might consider it a state. But um, I noticed last year when I was studying, because I like to look at the weather, the jet stream was changing um, in regards to where we live from last year, specifically last year, in comparison to the last 10 years. And we were having, I don't know if you guys remember, but we were having some, a lot of uh, severe storms last year in terms of like the summer and stuff like that. Whereas like we had so many... Um, what do you call it? There, it's funnel cloud. Yeah, yeah it, We have so many funnel clouds and so many. Uh, what do you call it? There, um, what do you call the tornadoes over water? Water again. They're typhoons. called um, typhoons. No, not typhoon. Typhoon is like it's a hurricane. A no, not cyclone. Keep going. It's um, <laughs> tornado, tornado, tornado over water. Someone Google it. It's a tornado over water. I'm pretty sure water. that's
2: a typhoon. Uh, <laughs> no,
0: it's not a typhoon. Typhoon is another name. It's a name, another name for hurricane, bro. Tor- water. Okay, hold on. Let's look at this. Tornado. Water sprout thank you that's what it's called not typhoon typhoon's like is another name for hurricane bro but anyways
2: typhoon is so... a mature tropical cyclone
0: <laughs> we're talking about tornado bro but it's a water spout. Uh, like, if i'm you a finance at, like...
2: background yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh but we had a lot of water spouts over even lake ontario over lake erie they said it was a record year for water spouts and it makes you wonder like is 2021 gonna be a big, and I'm not speaking anything into existence, you know, I'll knock on wood, yeah. you know, but is it gonna be a big year for tornadoes because the jet stream is changing, right? Like the the, the atmosphere in terms of the the, the how the, the wind flows, is it's coming further down and the mixing of hot and cold air is becoming more prominent in our region. There's something called Tornado Alley, over the United States, which is like the Midwest, right? Like the Oklahoma and, and um, you know, um, uh, what do you call it there? The Midwest coming back towards Ohio, but then it seems like it's kind of shifted a bit over um, Ohio more and over our region of Southern Ontario. So it, it, we have to be careful, you know what I mean? Like going forward, I'm hoping, I'm praying and hoping that it's not gonna be a crazy year mm-hmm. like it was last year, you know? But, um... Yeah, I mean,
2: yeah, that could be the case. You know Although I just is... gotta say though that the as much as Canadians like to harp about global warming and we hear it all over the media, and Trudeau wants to tax us on carbon. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think there's a I don't think there's a single Canadian that wouldn't want warmer temperatures in Canada uh, all year round. <laughs> so like <laughs> uh, we talk about global war- global warming and we're like freaking out about it, or at least. There's the, the image of, like, a freakout. But, like, what Canadian doesn't want warmer temperatures, man? it's I don't. I like to snowboard. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> but, see, so
1: here's one thing I wanted to maybe ask you guys. Um, so this isn't kind of the first time it's happened in Texas, right? This is something very similar in 2011, Texas, where a lot of the generators tripped out. A lot of the things failed to start. Um, a lot of pipelines were frozen. So it begs to differ. like when it happened in 2011, did they not kind of like prep or just like fix it so that it didn't happen again?
0: It seems that way uh, that, that's the whole thing, right? Like if you look at their breakdown of how they're spending um, the money, Yeah. Um, from a government level, it's a lot of the money is not spent on infrastructure. This is the problem with the States. Like, and even Canada too, we're not that much greater. Like Arias said, like, you know, um, a lot of our, we're a little bit better than the States, but a lot of our infrastructures from like 60 years ago, the last time the U S had a major overhaul was, um, from what my uncle, my fiance's uncle was telling me, he was showing me some data was from like Kennedy's time, which is what 60 years ago. so it's about time for them to you know update the system like all they're doing is putting a band-aid over it like yes they do build new bridges but the majority of the united states has old bridges and old roads and they're just kind of patching it patching it up And, and and even again power grids which are old you know what i mean yeah so um i think they need to reallocate how they're spending their money maybe cut a little bit of defense spending and reallocate it towards infrastructure because you know, you have to, at the end of the day, protect your citizens. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I think that might be the answer to your question.
2: Don't forget though, that like we had that power outage in that winter, 2014, was it? 2013. Yeah. Yeah. And like well, the power was out for like a three week, days, wasn't? Three, no, days? It was three days, and, three days. Yeah. That was a dead of the the winter though. Like that's, I mean, that's pretty scary stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're not we're no exception either like yeah was, our inf- if, if our infrastructure is old we're gonna yeah. be in, in the same situation as texas was i know Montreal had a that huge freeze yeah
0: but we weren't as long as texas though that's what i'm trying to say to you it was three days and like for three days to be honest with you if you have food water you have blankets you can survive even in the dead of winter you know what i mean these guys you have to remember these guys don't usually have that type of that type of problem exactly what you're saying it's an anomaly yeah one two, it, it's been going on for more than a week. You know what I mean? So that's a little, that's a little bit of a stretch, you know what I mean? In those temperatures. Cause like, I, I guarantee you most people don't even have a winter jacket. Correct me if I'm wrong areas. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, why would you, if you're living in Texas? Yeah. But uh, on a lighter note,
0: man, let's uh, let's talk about something a little bit lighter and a little bit more um, fun. You know, we're, we're talking about doomsday and you know the world coming <laughs> to an end and like, climate change. You know, like you don't worry. So you know.
2: okay, so I got a question for Jazz. Sure. Are you still holding that GameStop oh, no. stock? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, I'm out.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I am still holding GameStop. <laughs>
2: oh man. Dive. Now you should ask me if I uh, you should ask me if I'm still holding it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay,
1: Mr. Mr. Arius, are you still holding GameStop? <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, when I said in the last podcast that I shorted GameStop, I wasn't wrong. I wasn't wrong. <laughs> I did close out early though. I covered my You're, yeah. I covered, I covered I covered the short earlier than I would have liked, mm-hmm. but oh well
1: let's just say it's uh
2: it's a lesson for for everyone you gotta cut your losses man no listen like like roaring kitty should have or the guy uh yeah what's his name keith gill that guy should have just sold out man he just so he should have sold out with like 50 million and just like but do you think that, Gone. like, if he Go to the sold Cayman out, Islands it would have been... so <laughs> Go to the Cayman Islands.
1: Do you think it would have been <laughs> even more of, like, a conspiracy theory? Like, he would have been, like, working with them to be like, oh, yes. I'm going to get all this money and then get screwed over even more? Because they called him to court. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. I,
2: I They probably would have charged him some pretty hefty fees. Yeah. Which is, like, a whole other... I mean, like, that's another discussion. Like, why... I don't really even understand why they're bringing this guy to court, but... <laughs> So, anyways, so give us, anyways, give us the update. So we're, where,
1: where am I? Know I know gills and Yeah, like he, he had that hearing, right? You you yeah. watched a little bit of that hearing, yeah. I think, Jazz. So 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 to give the audience, where am I? I think I've lost like three hundred bucks from yeah but... <laughs> Wait, hold on. What,
0: what price I didn't did mean you buy like that? I was like... Wait, no, 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 time <laughs> out, time out, time out, time out, time out, Rewind. What price? What price did you buy at? <laughs>
1: I feel like I should retire from the podcast now. I bought it at um three
2: thirty <laughs> nine. <laughs> Hold on, let me check the price now.
1: No, oh, oh, my, gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh,
2: forty bucks! Dang,
1: damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry,
2: sorry. you only bought one sorry. stock, though, right?
1: Uh, I, I may have bought more to lower my cost base average.
2: Oh no! Oh. You're in the you're in the fiery cycle, man. That's a yep. that's a big no no in stock trading. Yeah, unless yep. you really know what you're doing. Yep,
0: I'm gonna be stuck there for a bit. Yeah, you don't sell, bro. You're just gonna to have to hold.
2: Yep. Yep. Diamond hands. Yeah. <laughs> that... <laughs> hold the line. You better, you better jump on Reddit and start uh, <laughs> posting up. Uh, Posts on uh, gamestop man. pump that stock up listen
1: listen right as soon as it dropped i started selling a lot of my other things at home just to try to recuperate the losses oh my
0: god! got that
2: kijiji account going yes
0: exactly <laughs> but um even the robin hood ceo he got destroyed yeah. by a congressman yeah he got ripped apart aaron actually i think you watched it as well right yeah man like they were like so if you understand why he um for those that don't know he had to halt trading on Robinhood platform um because due to I think it's SEC regulation they have to have a certain amount of money in their bank in order to cover um the trades and I believe he didn't have enough money in the in the bank mm-hmm. which is why yeah, he had to halt it. Yeah, they were underfunded. So he had to go seek funding, but a lot of people think, or think, you know, there's a conspiracy out there that, and, and again, for those, you have to realize we like to talk about conspiracies, we like to uh, dissect them, but a lot of people believe that he was pressured by like the, the hedge fund managers and the, the bank uh, CEOs like TD and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's kind of a strange situation, you know what I mean? Like I, I really do believe that it's unfortunate that, you know, people couldn't trade, but you know, whether or not he was pressured, I don't think we'll really know. I, I I do believe I think he's telling the truth about being underfunded, but you know.
2: I think I think that is true. I mean, I think he's a bit of a goofball for for <laughs> yeah. halting it, but like it it is true. I mean, I know you Aaron, you were texting me the other day, like offline, like asking like what my opinion is of like what was a quest trade and like just going with the big bank mm-hmm. and like that's yeah. exactly the reason though like with the big banks when you're trading and you have a trading account with any of these big banks it's easy because you don't have a, it's not easy but like you'll never have to worry about this kind of stuff happening where yeah. they're going to be like short cash because Robinhood is basically the broker right like when you're buying shares you're actually asking Sorry. Robinhood to go out and buy it for you, you know? yes. and when you're trying to cover your shorts and all that stuff, you're basically asking Robinhood to do it all. So you're trusting Robinhood to know what they're doing and also to have the connections with the other side of the transaction to be able to, to bring you and the buyer or the seller on the other side together, right? If they right. can't do it or if they don't have enough money to do it, then you're out. And that's why like plays like Robinhood, Simple, Webull, like all these other third party apps they're they're good when you want to just make a trade like here and there but like when you're going like heavy on the day trading yeah it's kind of risky because you are really trusting in them to be able to fill your orders quickly and not to block you out so
0: i I like wealth simple though that's the problem you know
2: it's good man yeah it's easy it's easy to work with but yeah,
0: you're right, though. You're you absolutely right. Like Aries brings up so many um, facts like, you know, this is the risk, you know what I mean? And especially when I get into day trading, because I'm looking into tap into the market soon, you know, boys. And um, yeah. I don't know if you guys heard, but there's a new <laughs> there's <laughs> a new um, Bitcoin. A
2: no, it's all good. You're never too That's late. No, bro. It's never too late. It's never too late. You're
0: never too late, bro. Just don't You're invest in GameStop, you know? No, no, no. I'm not <laughs> like you, bro. I'm not doing I'm not holding no line for nobody. I'm taking my I'm I'm getting my getting my profits. You gotta take some profits sometimes. But um yeah, you should have took some profits, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> um what do you call it there? There's a new ETF in uh, North America. It's actually in Canada. It's a Bitcoin ETF, I believe. I don't know if you guys heard about it. It's the first one.
2: I think so. I, I've been hearing two, about well, it. the two two have come out back to back almost. There's a uh, second one that just came out.
0: But it's in Canada, though. I know Bitcoin. Bo- I
2: think they're both in.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and they they do both um, U.S. and Canadian. Yeah, North America. Here it is on YouTube uh, Finance Yahoo. So I'll just read it quickly. North America's second Bitcoin ETF launches in Canada today. Yeah, you're right. So i was looking to maybe tap into this because you know bitcoin is whether you like it or not Bitcoin's not going anywhere anytime soon yeah and even let's say if there's a major correction in the market the issue is like i wouldn't sell any of my portfolio because this is where people lose because they try to time the market like i was talking to economists if you look at major how people have made it through like the great depression and many of the other stock market crashes they just they've just basically held their position, you know what I mean? Yeah. And as you can see, the market recovers over time. So even if there's an 80% correction, over time, it's gonna come back. you will recoup your, your losses, you know what I mean? And I really do believe Bitcoin is the future, you know what I mean? Like, especially seeing Elon Musk, many other um, uh, big companies are starting to adopt it now. Yeah. I think there's gonna be more technology around bi- uh, blockchain to, uh, sorry, blockchain, and to increase the efficiency as well as the the, the speed of Bitcoin. Um, so I really do believe that this is the future, you know what I mean? And people are actually treating it like an asset now, like so they're treating it like gold yeah. rather yeah. than um, you know people buying into gold uh, for three reasons. Because if you look at what an asset should be from the perspective like gold, it needs to be scarce, it needs to be physical, right and it needs to be a finite amount and bitcoin um has all three of those characteristics so the, for the first time in history you know what i mean we have an actual asset because you look at gold most of the gold trading is paper trading it's not the physical gold itself correct me if i'm wrong guys you're right yep so this is why i'm saying like bitcoin's a good asset to have i do believe in your portfolio i think this is the way to go right now i think cryptos are the, are the way to go um, but in terms of the future uh, of cryptocurrency, it's not going to be a decentralized system how we think of it. I think everything's going to become centralized. And I think even accounting around it is going to change as well. So um, this is just my my thoughts of jumping in the market and getting into Bitcoin and stuff like that.
2: Aaron, you're giving away uh, financial advice, man. Some poor soul <laughs> listening to this podcast is going to be like, yo, i got going to buy Bitcoin oh ETF. It's okay. Yeah, buy is, it and it's going to crash. No,
0: okay, guys, this is a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, Aries is right. So this is just my own opinion. Don't, it, you know, we don't want no legal trouble. You know, I'm just putting out there. This is just an opinion. Okay, so. Well, definitely do your research. Um,
1: you don't want to be losing out a lot of money because Bitcoin, again, is very volatile.
2: Yeah. Super volatile. I think I, I, I'm excited though. I, I mean, this is a long time coming with the Bitcoin ETF. Like I oh, wanted yeah. this happening. And I, I think they were planning on doing it a few years ago. And then um, when BlackRock, I think put in the application, the SEC blocked it or something. Um, and it just like never, it, it, it couldn't take off, but now uh, it's finally taken off. So it's exciting. I mean, it's way it cheaper than buying a, an actual Bitcoin, mm-hmm. so it's and definitely it's right attracting the. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's Canada. I think. Yeah, so if it's in Canada, is it traded on the TSX? I think so. On the TSX, or is it on?
0: Uh, well, it's it's open the, to Americans too, so I think it's I I I think it's both. So I could be wrong. On the NASDAQ. It says, so, oh yeah, you are right. It's right here. It's on the TSX. You're yeah. right. On the
2: NASDAQ. Uh, So that might explain, because I don't think the SEC actually allowed. I don't think they're allowing it. I mean, apparently, maybe not. So the Canadian exchange is a little more lax in their rules. Hmm. So this is not financial (laughs) advice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I read, I mean, I read yesterday that one of the Bitcoin ETFs closed at like a 2% premium above what it should have been in relation to the bitcoin price so those things you got to be careful with because like the etf should be tracking Mm -hmm. usually like you know percentage for percentage of the actual asset that it's representing so when it's closing at like a premium it's good if you can sell it at that time but then you know you could probably expect that on monday it's going to it's going to even out and be on track with the underlying asset that it represents.
1: Hmm. So again, not financial advice, but
2: yeah. do, you, do your research before jumping into any
1: type of, any type of stock
2: period. We are, we are not um, professional security people in hiding like uh, roaring kitty is. <laughs> roaring kitty. Which apparently, <laughs> <is. laughs> Sounds like, uh,
0: I'm actually, I'm not even going to say it. It's not appropriate. But anyways.
1: <laughs> you, know, you know what's well, funny? Uh,
2: yeah, go on.
1: <laughs> no, I was just going to say, you know what's funny? So, like, if you watch the hearing, it's like these big companies, Melvin Capital, Citadel, uh, Robin the CEO, they're trying to, like, explain themselves where most of the questions are like yes or no. And then you see Roaring Kitty, and then he's just like yes or no. It, and then it's, it's so bizarre because like the, I think it was uh, the Melvin capital CEO was trying to say something. And then one of the, uh, one of the senators was just like, yeah, no, no, you're not answering the question. I'm, I'm taking, I'm retracting the question. <laughs> like they were just being brutal on these guys.
2: Hmm. So let's go to this question. Cause I know you're asking about this jazz before yeah. we start the podcast, but um, you're wondering if, uh, if it was manipulative, like what Roaring Kitty or Keith Gill was actually doing to GameStop. So, I mean, like, let's just quickly, like, discuss this because this is interesting on whether, like, he's being being brought to trial for being manipulative of the market. Yep. So is it, like, is this really manipulation? You know, okay, so I feel like,
1: Everyone's mind kind of works differently. And with the Roaring Kitty, like, posting these stats on, like, how much he's making each day, I'm pretty sure it'll be very tempting to people, right? Like, for example, if some guy is making a million dollars off GameStop, and he's posting about it, where his initial investment was, like, what, two bucks or whatever it was? Like, it's very tempting. And I feel like some people will jump on that bandwagon, cough, cough, me.
0: But, um... And me too, don't worry. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> Well, I mean, Aries is what you call white chocolate.
2: (laughs) What does that even mean? (laughs) Finish your thought, Jess. But no,
1: I mean, I guess. Oh my God! Idea. Okay, no, but I guess, I guess, um, I don't think it's wrong. Like, I don't think what he did was wrong, and I don't really think like he should have been taken to court like that. Like, I just feel like he was doing what he thought was right and in his mind i mean it turned out to be great right of an investment he just thought that gamestop was being shorted and this wasn't like the hedge funds were trying to screw people over let's just
2: invest into it like that was his rationale and so like my thought yeah i'm kind of on the same wavelength as you because if you go back to his if you go on reddit and look and look up roaring kitty you can see the very first post he was posting about gamestop and it was going back to like June or July 2019 and he was doing the same thing he was still just kind of posting up his buys and stuff and you could see this guy every week or whatever every month he was posting up sort of his his portfolio and it was just like major losses. Yeah. And there was no but his posts have nothing about it. Like he just has the title and then like the picture. Like there's no there's no talk about it, there's no description, there's there's no yeah reasoning behind what he's doing he's just posting up pictures and then all these comments are coming up ridiculing him for like being an idiot why he's buying buys like why is he buying gamestop it's gonna crash it's he's losing money at one point he was out like thousands of dollars yeah um and so it was like is that manipulation i i don't know But then when you go look up his stuff on youtube now i didn't watch every video he has but i watched A good handful of videos. It doesn't sound like he's pumping up anything. He's like, he's just really being honest about why he wants to buy GameStop because he sees a lot of long-term value in it. Exactly. And so, and you can kind of, I feel like that's reflected in his trading because he was still holding on right to the end. I don't, I don't know if he ever exited his his trades at the peak. Yeah. So the only, the maybe i mean the one thing i haven't looked at is his twitter feed maybe on his twitter feed he was trying to pump something up but like he really just seemed like a humble guy so is that manipulation i don't know i mean you could probably argue that yeah it was maybe a bit of manipulation because there's a constant promote like he's not promoting it but he's he's posting it right like it's in your it's in people's feeds yeah and they see that, and, and you could maybe argue that, oh, okay, that is promotion. But I think on the other side, though, is that a lot of the redditors on Wall Street Bets are the instigators. Like they're the ones that that kind of shows him as the yeah, like as the poster boy and started really riling up everybody else. Like I feel like those people are the ones that shaped. Huh. what we think of when we hear of Roaring Kitty or, uh, or deep F value, like yeah. that kind of stuff.
1: You know, so what's yeah. interesting is um, I, I forgot to mention this. I actually mentioned this earlier on um, when Keith Gill came on and he was talking, the stock price was spiking. Like it went from 44 to $48. And then when the Robinhood CEO showed up, the stock dropped from 44 to like $40. <laughs> <laughs> It was so bizarre. Like it was like an emotional roller coaster because I'm like, yo, please put more Keith Gill so I, I can actually get my money back. <laughs> but it was also it was also like they didn't really have questions to ask him. So it begs to differ. Like, why was he even there? Like they they really didn't press him. They were pressing Vlad. So Vlad the the CEO of Robin Hood, they were pressing him like no tomorrow.
2: Yeah, I think that's I I mean I think that's the kind of proves the point like he's not really manipulative of yeah of the stock because like there's nothing like when i think of manipulation in the stock market i think of like someone with a lot of buying power and a lot of money elon who can yeah. who can yeah but who can uh what do you call it use their power and money yeah to influence the price like because you can't influence a stock price <laughs> if you can control the volume of it right if you have a lot of money and you start buying up the stock the price is naturally going to go up and vice versa if you have a lot of money and you want to short it the price is going to go down so and if there's no volume or if if the shares that you're buying take up most of the volume that's being traded in the stock, then yeah, you're going to have a lot of influence over it. And then you can start promoting stuff on the side and telling people to buy it and, and pumping up the price. Like that's like, that's market manipulation. Mm-hmm. But what, what he was doing just doesn't seem like it. he was just honestly talking about GameStop. He just seemed to be married to that stock because yeah. that's all he's trading yeah. in his portfolio and that and he's just honest about it like why he was buying it exactly and that's what he said right in the in the meeting he's like i like the stock
1: like he's not selling it anytime soon so
2: yeah he's still not selling it like (laughs) he's crazy i would have sold that at 50 million and just like retired and bought a house in the caribbean that's (laughs) my i feel like that's the dream i feel
1: like i don't know it could have been pretty bad um But did you guys hear, so my cousin actually mentioned this, and this was 50 Cent's story of the penny stock scheme. I don't know if you guys mentioned or heard about this, but, like, uh, in a tweet, he mentioned to purchase this penny stock, which 50 Cent was, like, majority shareholder of it, and then he, like, he sold off when the stock was blooming. So he made, like, how much did he make? He made $8.7 on the penny stock. Yeah, that's manipulation.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It, and since when has 50 Cent had any financial advice? <laughs> <laughs> like the guy can't even pop out like a, a, a record. Ooh. How can wow, he pop out gosh, like more, uh... Ooh, <laughs> more Oh no? I like it. Like I like I like his songs, like some of his songs anyways, but like who is this guy? Do you remember he was wasn't he the one pumping up Firefest? Was he? I think or oh, no, it was Ja Rule. It was Ja Rule. It was Ja Rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was ja Rule. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these guys, man, like, they go in hiding, they don't pop a record, and then all of a sudden they're buying stocks and I'm trying to pump a penny stock. That's yeah, so they got that, millions, That's manipulation. They got all that money, man. They don't
0: know what to do with it. So that's how they make more money, you know?
2: Do they have money, though?
0: They do. Of course they do. These guys, you don't think they have millions in the... Bro, they've made their money. Like I said, they're probably sitting on millions. They just don't know how to... What to do with it, right? Like... You know, like 50 Cent is still a producer. He's not really making... I think he's still making a little bit of music, but he's still making millions of dollars in um, the show Power and stuff like that, you know? Um, But I'm pretty sure, like, you know, they have no fine I guess they have no finance... They're not finance, you know, suave like we are. So they're probably like, okay, I got all this money. What do I do with it now? They're probably having some savings account or something, you know? Yeah.
2: People I just find are so, like... I don't know. They like people like these like retail traders just love the sensation. Like if, if Kylie Jenner just started promoting uh, some random stock, you, I bet all the little teenage girls are going to buy, buy their stocks. Like
0: sorry, finish your thought areas.
2: No, I, I mean that—that that was kind of it. Like, it's just, if uh, Kanye started promoting stock, I think I'm, people are gonna start buying. It. Like, the guy doesn't—he—he he claimed bankruptcy like a couple years ago. Like, true. Uh, on
0: a lighter note, Kim Kardashian is divorcing Kanye <laughs> West.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, man. Aaron, we don't, do, we don't do celebrity talking. It's all we'll good, this man. Segment. It's all good. We just want to keep it light, man. We want to keep oh it light. God. We want to keep it light. <laughs> keep it light, man. That's sad, that's sad news, man. That's sad news.
0: I know. You I know. You know what? But we, all, we all knew this was going to happen
2: one day. Though. Yeah.
1: I, I, you know what? I think it's for the good. I feel like Kanye has been going through a struggle. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm hoping for the best. He used to make some really good tracks. Uh, i remember graduation was like one of my favorite albums out there oh yeah so listen this what...
2: music's good man i love i, I like kanye Ka- <laughs> i respect him his, his podcast with joe rogan is pretty cool but you know
1: kanye is like i don't know i think he gets a little too emotional i don't know if you've seen a couple of his videos where he's like was it sway that he was just like yelling out or something
0: i forgot who it was <laughs> Um, what I remember about Kanye is when he said that uh, George Bush doesn't like black people. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Myers is just looking at him. He was just looking at Kanye. <laughs> he was, I was dying. I remember watching that. He's like, and uh, George Bush doesn't like black people. And Seth Myers is just looking over at him like, is this Negro
2: for real? Like, yeah, like. <laughs>
1: oh on national television that was so funny it it was funny yeah i know i don't think it was seth myers it was mike myers but uh mike myers mike Mike, Mike, Mike myers but it was so funny because they cut to uh was it chris uh chris tucker yeah they cut to chris tucker and chris tucker didn't even know what to say
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man oh
1: man but you know what (laughs) i think with that being said to the audience what do you guys think of the whole Texas situation? Do you think they could have prepared for this? Do you think they could have had a better infrastructure? Um, do you think do you think they should have learned from their lessons from 2011? Or do you think this was just something that was unexpected? Is global warming a big issue? Is is what Greta Thunberg is, is what she's saying, clicking into your minds? Um, and with the whole GameStop, please, please, please tell me you guys didn't do what I did. I hope you guys didn't do what I did. But if you did... Don't worry, I feel your pain, I'm with you, diamond hands.
2: Sell out, it's not too late. <laughs> no, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, listen, not financial advice, but don't worry, I feel your pain, diamond hands to the moon. And with that being said, follow us on Disseminate News on our Instagram and Twitter, and also email us at news at protonmail.com. Thanks, guys. Um, but one quick announcement, we are having a YouTube channel, It is coming soon. Aaron, Arias, I don't know if you wanted to talk about this, um, but some exciting news on that. Uh,
0: Yeah, so we're looking to um, introduce something a little different, um, expand our our, our horizon, our reach, you know. Um, Going on YouTube, we're going to be doing um, similar things around business, politics, and technology. But we also might do something surrounding history and uh what the future may look like as well but that's more to come so if you want more information please follow us uh on twitter or on instagram like jazz was saying and we'll give more updates in the podcast as that comes out in the near
1: future and apparently we're also going to be talking about celebrity gossip now too so you know
2: (laughs) no please
1: (laughs) that that, that was
0: just an extra you know we had to lighten the mood bro (laughs)
1: <laughs> Lighten the roof for my depressions of GameStop. Alright, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Thanks, everyone. This is Disseminate News signing out.